0: In the 1990 film, The Usual Suspects, Kevin Spacey is quoted as saying, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he did not exist. Well, general manager Julian Breeze-Boss convinced a lot of people that he was not going to make a trade at the deadline, that this was the team that he wanted to carry over into the playoffs. But with Matthew Joseph leaving, with Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish also out the door, and bringing in Brandon Hagel from the Blackhawks, as well as Nick Paul... Julian Brees Boss, I think at least yours truly had everybody fooled. We'll talk about all these moves and more, but first... I'm your host, Adam Zenger. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, so the obvious news that we will be discussing today is the two trades, two moves that Julian Breeze-Boss, the Tampa Bay Lightning, made over the weekend uh, with Taylor Radish, Boris Kuchuk, and Matthew Joseph unfortunately leaving. And Brandon Hagel and Nick Paul coming into the lineup. So initial thoughts, real quick off the top, and and first of all, I want to thank everybody uh, for making this show your first listen of the day. Is I'm very impressed, very impressed about how these two moves, especially the Brandon Hagel one, not so much, not so much Nick Paul. I, was, uh, I, I mean, that was a move where. That was just icing on the top. I can see why that move was made. We'll get into that in just a bit. But first I wanna talk about the Brandon Hagel one. So if you haven't heard, or you're not entirely uh, in the know of what happened, Lightning traded uh, Boris Kuchuk and Taylor Radish, alongside a 2023 and a 2024 first round pick for Brandon Hagel and I love it. I love it. He, that's all I got to say about it. He's, he reminds me so much. And I think uh, the other thing is that he's, he's only 23 and the lightning will have control of of him over the next two years. But what I really like the most about this is that he reminds me so much in his game, how he plays. He reminds me so much of Blake Coleman. I think that he's going to have a little bit more flair to his game in terms of putting up stats. Thus far this year, he has 21 goals and 37 points. That plus-minus looks a little rough, negative 14. But his shot percentage highest in the league, 22.1. So, And and I can't see that being sustainable for the rest of the season. But listen, you know what? If it is, that's great. But, yeah, uh, he is... Thus far, you know, he, you didn't really see much of him the other night. He was on the ice for their game against the Rangers. But I think this is going to be something that's really going to kickstart this offense that you're going to see in the bottom lines now. Right now, as according to the Daily Faceoff, and what I could only imagine is probably going to be the two the, the, the lines going forward, is that you're going to have him on that third line on the wing with Ross Colton, as well as uh, newly acquired Lightning player Nick Paul, also on the other wing. And getting to Poland just a little bit uh hegel he he's really good at i think he's him and joseph play somewhat the same game and they they i think they feel more comfortable having them on both on the right side, which is why I think part of the reason why they kind of Decided to part ways with Joseph and I think that was part of the reason other than contract stuff I think that really the Lightning also realized that they needed some more of that grit that they've lost so much that that two-way grit Now Nick Paul isn't exactly gonna score a ton of goals But he's gonna go out there and he's gonna be what we saw from Barkley Goodrow so basically what you're seeing right now is Julian Breesboss going out and just retooling. And, and basically, this is a third line 2.0. What we saw the last couple of years, obviously, with Barkley Goodrow, Yanni Gord, and Blake Coleman really a huge part of the success of this team. Now you have uh, Ross Colton in the middle with Hagel and Paul on the sides. Uh, very interesting. That he chose, you know, obviously it's a winning, it's one year two cups, so why are you gonna not go try and and duplicate what that what that line did the last two years? It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how long it takes for these two these two guys to get on on board in terms of being on the same page with Ross. I'm very interested to see how Colton does in terms of uh, being able to quarterback that line being able to how effective he's really going to be down the middle and i i don't i don't think it's going to take that long i think there's going to be some bumps along the way as there are when you bring in a couple of new players onto a team especially in the middle of the season, and two guys that have never played with each other before, so yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I think that Ross has really Ross Colton has really developed fast over the last year. Ever, it seems like, and and we spoke about this a lot this year, and you could just see it with his play on the ice. That really, he hit that goal in the Stanley Cup Finals in Game Five has really just kickstarted his career in the right way uh, a lot of guys who are you know not lar- high highly touted draft picks guys who are, who are drafted kind of like around the same rounds as, as Colton was it takes them a while to figure it out and Ross is in the, the right situation uh, he was put in he was thrown into the fire right away which you know a lot of teams don't really want to do with their young guys and he's, he's had really, he's had the fortune of, of being able to play around great players. And now with that, and, and obviously with that Stanley Cup goal, that winning goal, kind of with the cherry on top, really what you're seeing is him forming into a really, really talented hockey player. And, and now you're going to surround him with one guy in Brandon Hagel who can prove that he could score he could and you don't have to have ross feel like he has to do everything on that line not saying he wasn't when when he had matthew joseph alongside him uh, i think that really what it came with what with, with matthew joseph is i think it really what it came down to is that he was just you know some guys could just fit in and some guys can't and and we saw last year joseph have a lot of success on that fourth line but you know what, this being on the third line, maybe he's not a third line player on this type of team. Maybe he'll be a third line player up in Ottawa. I, I would imagine that, you know, if he continues to develop, I mean Matthew Joseph is still very young and still very much in the the prime of his career, of course. Or I don't think he's actually hit his prime. I think he's still developing. But i i think that really on a team as good as this unfortunately there are going to be situations and we've seen it over the last couple of seasons where there has been players that we really like a lot uh that are very good players just not you're not going to be able to fit them into what you're trying to do with this team uh that's why taylor radish and boris kachuk had to go that was part of it obviously other than that um getting getting Chicago to agree to a deal such as this, you had to dangle those two high high prospect carrots in front of them because blackhawks are in the middle of a rebuild. But you know what? You have I, I think this was a great trade. I think that this is the kind of trade where the lightning that really what it comes down to is that I, I think that if the lightning win the cup again I think really the league needs to start the whoever the powers that be that that vote for the award need to consider Julian Bree's boss uh, making uh, becoming the the GM of the year recipient um, so we' we'll, we'll, we'll figure that we'll see how that that turns out I, I think I, this is fantastic I think really this third line is is gonna play very well I think that we're gonna see we're going to see the results not right away but we're going to see them within the next couple of weeks ago we're going to see we're going to see flashes we're going to see flashes here and there and I can't wait to see uh, how this team fares down the down the road as they march towards a third consecutive Stanley Cup. So we'll talk about some of this some of this other stuff more, such as the Rangers' uh, loss from the other night, as well as uh, the schedule leading up tomorrow's game against the Carolina Hurricanes, in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of today's sponsors is Athletic Greens. Now I use Athletic Greens every day I start taking it I started taking it because you know I just turned 30 I wanted to really start to be healthy and and if you guys have been following the show for a while really what it comes down to is that I wanted to get back in the gym I wanted to eat healthy and Obviously, the whole gym thing isn't working out, so we go on to plan B, and that is eating great and taking in products that are really going to benefit my body so I feel the best that I can. So what is Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfood foods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, and your energy recovery. recovery focus and aging all the things that you need to to feel healthy to look healthy and to be to 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 start your day right on the right note. So right now to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season, it's one scoop in your cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that is Athletic Greens dot com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance and we're back segment two rolling in hard so first off I, I just want to talk about that six game road trip the the previous one uh, couldn't have ended any better uh, I really thought other than the Winnipeg game I thought that this was really what what the outcome was going to be. I, I thought they had a good opportunity to beat Calgary and Edmonton. Obviously, that didn't work out. But you know what? I thought ending ending the road trip on a high note for one win on what last Wednesday uh, against Seattle couldn't have ended on a higher note. And then you had the New York Rangers rolling to town, one of the best young teams in the league, a team that really, quite frankly, out of the East is a team that concerns me uh other than the fact that the lightning have not been able to to really uh get the upper hand on the rangers really all season long um this is a team that plays with a lot of fire in their bellies. A lot, a team that will jump on you early on if, if you, you don't play the right way. Uh, the Lightning did score first in this game, so that was good to see, especially uh, against a team like this who is also making moves such as such as how the Lightning are making and having a goaltender such as Igor Shostakhin. I, I think that really this is going to be a team that you should really look out for in the playoffs. If, if you really believe, which I believe as well, now, obviously winning winning a cup again for the third straight year is, is one thing, but being able to to advance far in the in the playoffs, I think that's something that's very feasible. I think the Lightning can definitely at least make a trip. If you're not expecting at least a Eastern Conference finals appearance out of this team, um, you definitely should. But looking at it and, and I don't really I'm not looking at the the standings right now, so I don't know where everybody's gonna end up in terms of who's gonna play who and how things are gonna shape up. But of all the teams in the East, other than the Panthers, obviously, which I still feel like they made all these moves at the trade deadline. And, and you know, they got Claude Giroux. They got other players as well that I can't think of off the top of my head. I still think that, really, the Rangers are the team that are in a seven-game series. I don't think that they'll beat the Lightning, I but I think that... They are a team that, if they are able to get the ball rolling by the time, because if they're advancing that far in the playoffs, whether it be the second or the, uh, the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, whether it be the second or the or the Conference Finals, I think that if they're getting to that point, they're rolling, they're rolling all cind- cylinders, and you gotta. Got to watch out for a team like this, and this is the t- kind of team that will definitely be able to bounce the Lightning, especially if they could jump on them early on. So, seeing these games against the Rangers this season, a uh, little bit of a playoff preview. Now, as for the other teams in the East, I would say, you know, Boston is is I wouldn't worry about them. Panthers, I wouldn't worry about. Toronto is very interesting, just because it seems like every year, and we always make the joke is that it doesn't matter they can make all these moves and and it they'll still fall and and underperform and all that but we'll see they're they're playing also with with the mission and i would be interested to see how the lightning would most likely will most likely play them in the playoffs in the opening round so that would be a a matchup that would kind of be a nightmare but obviously the goalie situation is a little shaky up there so i wouldn't be surprised if you know that's that that series ends in five um So moving on to tomorrow's game real quick, and then I kind of want to wrap things up because we got a lot of trade news dropping right now as we are recording this show. And I would not be surprised if Julian Brees boss uh, makes another trade before the day is over. But uh, tomorrow's game against the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, what can you say? This is a Every every game from now until the end of the season, I believe, is a must-win game. Obviously, if the Lightning were to lose this and, and Toronto wins, uh, these two teams are tied for for second in the Atlantic Division. Not worried about that. Obviously, we still have a ton of games left. We would still about have twenty games after today, uh, after tomorrow. So. Not a big deal. Obviously, that's something that, you know, the Lightning I don't think are worried about. They don't really care, I think, at this point whether they finish in second or third. But Carolina Hurricanes, very tough team. Not sure, even with their 88 points, that's as good as they are. I think that they're you know what they remind me of? They remind me of if if for all my gym people here. They remind me of if you ever go to the gym, you see the big guy who's, you know, he's got all these muscles, he's huge, and and then he's lifting small weights. And they're more of a training for physique type team. They're not playing, you know, they're not training for strength, if that makes sense. They're, They're a team that I feel like their 88 points is very deceiving especially with how weak the division is this year. If you look at that division, the, the metropolitan, it's really the Rangers and Pittsburgh. Washington is just one of those teams where they're just, they get, they, they win half of their games just solely based off of Alex Ovechkin scoring two, uh, one to two goals a game. So, you know, I, I don't really especially with the, the amount of times Carolina gets to play Columbus, the Islanders Philly and Jersey not something that I, they're not a team that I, I take them seriously they, they're definitely a team that could still still hurt you but they're not a team that I would think oh they're gonna go on a run at some point in the playoffs. I think they're a team that the Lightning should, should have no problem, especially with these two additions and and Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel go out there and, and beat very, very easily. On a scale of one to five, when I say easily, I mean probably a three. I would expect a 4-2, four, 4-3 four, four, win. Um, I, I would expect a Vasilevsky in net for this one. And... I expect the lightning to to continue rolling as as they're going forward, as they're finishing out their last 20 games or so uh, of the season. So very interesting to see how this team uh, plays down the stretch. Like I said, it's so fun to watch this team, especially over the last couple of years when they've picked up guys at the trade deadline, especially seeing how all these individuals, how they fit in, um, and how they're able to to get that chemistry going as the season progresses. So they got Boston on Thursday you got Detroit on Saturday That's gonna be an interesting game as as we all know the lightning tend to struggle somewhat against Detroit So it's gonna be interesting to see how they're able to come out of the gates if they're if they're gonna allow Detroit to stay in it Or if they're gonna just try and step on their necks as soon as the opening puck drops and then they're in New York on the twenty seventh, two o'clock game against the New York Islanders. That's a game that, if the Lightning don't win that game, you should be very upset. Islanders are not a good team. Now is not the time to lose games to very to not so good teams. Uh, and, and rolling into April, you got Chicago, so you get to see Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk real quick. Uh, as long as f- alongside former Lightning player Taylor jo- uh, Tyler Johnson, so we get to see him again, and then you got. Marty St. Louis, Montreal Canadiens at home. I'm sure they're going to do something interesting, special at Amelie for that one. I'm curious if Marty's going to engage with the camera once they shine it on him. Uh, and then you got Toronto, a tough matchup there, of course. And then you got Washington and Boston the second week of, of April. So very good stretch of games coming up. You got a couple of uh, easy opponents coming up to where you could allow Brandon Hagel and 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 Nick Paul to try and get their bearings. Obviously, those teams are going to go come into those games a hundred percent. So yeah, uh, I love these trades. Love how this team is constructed going into the playoffs. Uh, we'll we'll wrap things up in just a bit. But first, I want to talk about two of the. Two of today's sponsors, and one of them is Bet Online. Now, it's that time of year again as college basketballs tournament is finally upon us. From the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number, number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online where the game starts and our last sponsor of the day is built bar now this is the time of year i've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions. I think we've already established that on the show. Uh, the gym is a no-go. The gym is a no-go at this time. Uh, really, right now, it's it's focusing on eating right, getting stuff into your system that is going to be healthy, and but also not sacrificing taste and and quality over that. Now, Built Bar is the right protein bar for you. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, that is 100% real chocolate low calorie high protein replace your candy bars with these they are better a typical candy bar can be from anywhere to from 2 to 300 calories and if you don't believe me go to builtbar.com built.com and scroll down to the macros chart you'll be blown away high protein low cal high fiber low carbs so go to built.com use promo code LOCK15 you will get 15% off your order use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com and wrapping things up on today's show so really I I mean can we just call it what it is at this point this is the third line 2.0 this is I guess the 3.0 since you know we're gonna be having um <laughs> we're, we're gonna be having a different line but we're going for it to repeat here uh so yeah um I fully expect Nick Paul and and Brandon Hagel to be playing on the same line uh, and this is what the lines will look like uh, as follows. Cloran, Stamkos, Kucherov, Palat, Point, Sorelli, Paul, Colton, Hagel, Maroon, Belmar, and Perry reunite on the fourth line. Now, real quick, real quick, because I just saw this on Twitter. So very interesting. Apparently, a lot of people think that Andre Palat going to get dealt. I don't I don't know what you would, who's really out there that you would possibly get back in return for him right now. I don't think that would be the wisest decision either to trade Pilat at this point in the season if you really are looking to trade him. Just because he's, you know, say what you want about his stats this season, Uh, he's kind of had a little bit of a drop off. I still think he's a very valuable player. I still think that really um, even his presence out there is very important to how this team performs. And I think that if you are looking to deal him, I think maybe that's an off-season move. But it's very interesting. I'm curious as to where that thought originated from I didn't get a lot of time to really research it But go ahead and tweet to the show. Let us know what you think does Braden, uh Does does Andre Pollock get dealt? I or does Julian Breach boss make another deal before the trade deadline this afternoon? I'm not sure go ahead and tweet to us <laughs> LO underscore lightning on Twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at Danky Dank D E N K Y D E N K, would love to hear all your reactions uh, from this trade deadline. How do you feel about these moves? And if so, where do you view the the team now? Has your has your thoughts about this team changed, or has are they the same? So in the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, maybe we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe the Lightning will make a couple more moves before the day is gone. Before the day is over, the trade deadline is over. So we'll have to wait and see. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Zanker. I'll talk to you in the next one.